This week on the Roommates Podcast. We keep on thinking that if you love me, you let me do whatever I want. Got you. You know? Like, oh, you, if you love me, you let me do whatever I want, say whatever I want, be whoever I want, and you will never speak into my life and say anything about what I'm doing. You know? Yeah. But that's wrong. Yeah. That's wrong. If you truly love somebody, you don't let them persist in wrongdoing. If you truly love somebody and you see they're about to drive their car off of a ditch, you will not remain quiet. You will speak up and use your voice. That's what true love is. Yo, what's good, America? It's your boy, Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And welcome. Welcome, 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 okay, welcome, okay, welcome to another episode of the Roommates Podcast, a late night conversation taking you behind the scenes of becoming, mm. featuring all the wild people, perspectives, and conversation you experience on the way. Mm-hmm. Also, oh, so. known as the best hour of your week where you're entertained like a stand-up, educated like a TED Talk, and- Like, like a sermon, babe. What's bang, good? What's, what's good? good? We're back. Woo! Welcome, welcome, welcome Thanos to all of our- back. Thanos is back. <laughs> Ready to destroy half LeBron of the galaxy. LeBron Tristan Thompson is back. Yes. Tristan Kardashian <laughs> is back. He is. Oh, yeah, he's back. Man, welcome back, guys. And hello to all of our brand new listeners checking us out. We appreciate you guys rocking with us. We begin our podcast by doing our shout outs. Yes, yes. Yes, indeed. So we're going to go ahead and first shout out um, a young lady named Naj. I think that her name may be Najay, but Najee. she goes by Naj. Naj. She's from New Jersey, and also I believe she's in the Air Force. So shout out to Naj or Najay, whatever Thank you like to call it. Next, we have to shout out Les Knight. He is from the Houston area. He lives in Conroe. He's been rocking with the podcast. I appreciate appreciate that. you, Les. Next, we have Michaela McFerrin. McFerrin. She went to University of Arkansas. So go Hoagies or whatever they call themselves. Hoagies? What the crap is a Hoagie? Mm- Aren't the people in Arkansas pigs? <laughs> like the mascot? It's like a hog? Yeah, something? yeah, yeah. Ah, hoagie. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> what? The mascot is a pig, though. I don't oh, know okay. if they're hoagies. I think Virginia Tech is a hokies anyway. Fam. Next, shout out to Jay or J.I. We shouted her out before. Okay. But we got to shout out. We have to shout her out now yes. because she finally came to her senses. <laughs> and she realized... The podcast is legit. So thank you for coming to your senses. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know she didn't know that. She said she told us that. Yeah, you you hopped in that message as well. Remember uh, she said? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do thank remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you for coming that. to your senses mm. and rocking with the podcast. About time. Yep. And last but not least, we want to give a special shout out to Mel. Yes. Melanie Anthony. Yes. Yes. And Mel was a young lady who was the female role. And yep. star of our short film that we recently put out. Yep. And I want to thank Mel so much for supporting the podcast. She's a great supporter. Yes, she is. And I want to apologize for spelling her last name wrong. You spelled her last name wrong? She spells Anthony without an H. <laughs> I felt bad, but then I didn't. <laughs> so I apologize, Mel. It's always, there's, there's always one little mistake, no matter how hard I try. It's always one little mistake I seem to... <laughs> Throw into the mix. So thank you guys uh, for Anthony supporting us, H. rocking with us. All you guys thank you, continue thank you, thank you. message us. We love hearing back from yes, you. Conversing and also, with we've you guys. receiving a lot of love from my latest episode. Yes, um, we can't shout out everybody, but we see them. We message y'all back. We much appreciative. Uh, so yeah, we're working hard for you all. Love it. Hopefully, we're changing the live. Give Hopefully y'all some good, so. good content because um, we feed off those uh, comments and DMs that we get. 
Uh, it, it literally makes my day every time I see him. So appreciate Love it. him. Continue to give Chris amazing comments and continue to make his day. And I would like to yes, apologize. Yes. We would like to apologize apologize about not being on Twitch on Thursday. That's yes, true. We had a late emergency that we had to take care of Basically, that Thursday. Yes. And we were not be able to be on Twitch live this Thursday. We will definitely be on answering your yes. questions, having your conversations. For those who do not know what Twitch is, Twitch is a live streaming platform where our listeners can talk to us, have conversations, have great times, call us in. Yep. It's just an opportunity for us to continue to add value and enjoyment to our listeners that we love so much. Exactly. You can ask us questions. We can joke around, uh, talk about some things that you heard on the podcast, you want clarity of. Things like that. Pick our brains. Get, ask us for advice. Whatever. We're here for y'all. And yes. let's go. Let's go. So, so this weekend, we dropped our very first mm-hmm. roommate collective short film. Yes. This Saturday. I said 8 p.m. I'm not going to lie. I was a bit late. It a dropped bit. about 9.40. <laughs> a bit late. Black people. It wasn't my fault. I tried really hard not to be on black people time, but these things happen. So yeah. unfortunately, don't let my skin color be the reason why you didn't think the short film came out late. So please apologize. Yeah. Accept my apology. It's all good. We still love you. Yes. So we dropped our short film. And if you guys have not seen it, please pause this podcast. Ooh. Go to www.facebook.com yep. slash roommates HTX yep. and watch the short film and then press play. You will enjoy it. I was very surprised to see my name on the end of the oh, credits. Really? I Why? I was like, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. ain't even there. <laughs> but I appreciate it though. I was like, my name should have been there. But it's cool, you know? So what was your immediate reaction after you watched it? Immediate reaction. Um, one, since I saw it a lot of times, uh, this is my first time seeing it with like the sound effects, um, and the added on, um, other sounds basically, but it was, I thought it was really good. I thought the message, um, that we portrayed was sent, like that we wanted to happen was, it was accurately presented. Um, and I think in some areas that I feel like, you know, we could have did better in, in this area, just, you know, me being the critic I am of like movies and short films. Um, but all in all, as it being our first time um, doing it as a collective group, I thought it was really, really good. And a lot of people hit my line up and messaged me on Facebook and really enjoyed um, the film um, and was really surprised about how well it was put together. And I was like, that's that ain't nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> so... But yeah, so for the people who have not checked it out, hopefully you guys watched it already because we are definitely about to ruin it. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. Yes. Yes. That's why he says stop and watch it. Yeah, because yeah. we're going to ruin it. So about, make, yeah, if you haven't watched it, you're yeah, about to... Yeah, yeah, okay. So make sure you go ahead and watch it. Just, yeah, just... Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Cool. So the film is called A Death in Silence. Yes. And the theme of the film mm. is about a concept in which sometimes... Mm. If not all the times, silence is more powerful than words gotcha. and actions. Gotcha. And not just more powerful than actions like in a positive way, mm-hmm. but a lot of times in a negative way. Correct. And so there was this quote that I heard a long time ago that I wanna I wanna read to the listeners that really portrays what I was trying to communicate in the film. Well, and the quote says, mm-hmm. in the end, we will, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. Huh. 
So in the end, Wowzers. you will not remember the words of your enemies, but the silence of your friends. Hmm. And the silence of your friends is the apathy, mm. the indifference, which really corrodes the soul. Before we get there, like how yes. did uh how did this short film first came about? Like what was the what's the beginning stages? How did uh you know that conversation get started? Yeah, so we wanted to challenge ourselves in 2018 to create more great content and life-changing content for the listeners. Mm-hmm. Wanted to create more visuals, wanted to create more stories that really conveyed all the positive messages and the things we've been experiencing and thinking about. Mm-hmm. And so I was constantly thinking about a, a film in which could be low budget, <laughs> yeah, 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 but at the same time have a very impactful and powerful message. <laughs> and one of the things that came to my mind was this idea of secrets. Got you. Of keeping secrets. Of keeping secrets. Uh-huh. And... I think about like kind of what happened at times in 2017 when we were all in the house mm-hmm. and how there was a lot of times there were secrets one person kept from another. Yeah. And those secrets really hurt the other person when they found out about it. Yeah. And I was like, man, like let's take this idea and put it on a bigger scale. Mm-hmm. Like what other secrets could people hold from one another which could really inflict pain? On somebody else. On somebody else. Yeah. So that was kind of what I began to think about in regards to creating the story. And that's when I decided on sharing the story about a secret that is kept to pre- to preserve a friend, yeah, but simultaneously hurt somebody else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like imagine if you found out heaven forbid like one of your best friends robbed somebody. Yeah. And you were like, hey, I don't want to tell him my best friend because I love him. But then at the same time, you don't want this other person to be suffering because you know of a, a truth that you're hiding yourself. Yeah. So, so yeah. Like you got caught, like you're caught in a bind and yeah. you have to decide between like, you know, what's, what's right yeah. and like, shoot, loyalty. Exactly. And, and not just that, it's also very interesting that in 2000, in 18, most people will say, only God can judge me. Yeah. And most people hate it when you try to tell them what they can or cannot do and what they're doing is wrong. Correct. So most of the times when we see somebody doing something wrong, we don't say anything because yeah. we're like, oh man, it's just his life. Let him live his life. I don't want to judge him. I don't want to condemn him. Yeah. So let's take that to the next level, right? Yeah. So let's take somebody doing something that you believe is wrong. Mm-hmm. But taking that 2018 mindset of not imposing your views onto somebody else. And let's take it to the next level and let's see how well does this idea hold up to life. Got you. Hmm. And I'm thinking. I'm talking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so that's kind of what began to stimulate it. Because I know for so many times, you and I and our listeners probably have friends who are doing things that we know for a fact are hurting them, you know? Doing things that we know is not good. But we say, hey, it's not my life. Hey, you know, they're just doing them. Yeah. I'm a, I don't want to, I don't want them to think I'm judging them. So I'm not going to say anything in regards to the situation. And it's that silence 
that we've developed in 2018 in regards to morality. Yeah. That if you really see how that's played out in myriad of situations, it is very, very destructive and damaging, especially when you know what's right. Shoot. I feel like people are caught in a tough bind, especially between that, you know, what's right and what's loyalty, because I feel like um, the character Traymond obviously has his loyal, like he's loyal to, you know, his, his, I guess, I'm assuming his best friend. Yep. You know, and, um, and knowing, knowing that, you know, what his friend did was completely wrong and still have, now he has to face the reality of basically holding, having that information and like battling between should I share it or not. Mm-hmm. And um, that's tough because yeah. I, I I think I think I do think a lot of people are caught up in between of of knowing something um, that they necessarily probably don't want to know and feel like they are trapped in you know the solution like should I face him and confront or should I let the other person know like mm-hmm. you know what happened. Um, and I think that's just really unfair <laughs> yeah. to be caught in that position. Yeah. Because um, you were caught in that position a couple of times. <laughs> I was caught in that position plenty of times. Yeah, I yeah, really yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. I really was. And I think it's one of the things where I I think it depends on the situation. Yeah. Because um, I know, I know like that situation you're talking about with us uh, and one of our roommates, like it wasn't a, a huge big deal. Yeah. But the principle is yeah. still the yeah. principle. You know, um, so it's kind of like, you know, I know something and this person is telling me not to tell you. Yeah. But also I know it's going to hurt you. So what do I do? Exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, you, so you're in a bind. I'm in a bind. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, I can pressure the guy but like, hey, man, you need to talk to such and such about such and such. Yeah. But if he doesn't, it's like, I can't go behind my back, yeah. I mean, behind his back and be like, hey, this is what's going on yeah. because then I lose his trust. Exactly. So it's kind of like, what the fudge? Yeah. And so for the people, obviously by now who've watched the film, Jeremiah yeah. is the character who raped the female Mariah in the yes. film. yes. And Trayvon mm-hmm. is a young man who didn't personally witness the rape, yeah. but he saw her drugged on the couch, knew what was going on, yeah. and he left. Yeah. Didn't confront his friend, nope. left, said nothing on yep. the way out, yep. and throughout the whole film, he says nothing to Jeremiah about it until the very end. Yeah. And then at the very end, what happens when Traymon finally confronts Jeremiah about raping this young girl? Yep. What does Trey? What does Jeremiah do to Traymon? Nothing. <laughs> no, yeah. not, not not what does Traymon do to Jeremiah, but what does Tra- Jeremiah do when Traymon confronts him at the end in the car? Oh, he just kicks him out. Yeah, but then he like he screams at him. Yeah, yeah, like, he blew up on him. He blew yeah, up yeah, on yeah, him, yeah, yeah. and that's and that's like the ramifications of telling the truth. That, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> spiritual yummy. <laughs> but yeah, but like that blowing up is a ramification of telling the truth in which you're going to go through. Yeah. You, me, whoever's listening, when you speak the truth, yeah. and the truth is something that can make or break someone's life, you are going to experience ramifications. And is that 
consequence or that outcome that so many people are afraid of. Yeah, because I mean, essentially you're facing uh you're facing confrontation. Yep. You're facing your fear. Yep. And you're also facing a a, a great friend of yours. Exactly. Knowing that like he done something wrong. Yeah. So it's like So my okay, my question to you is even though that that uh Trayvon did have that conversation with Jer- uh Jeremiah Jeremiah mm-hmm. and uh, and they had that conversation and Jeremiah did blow up and kick him out the car, you know, does that kind of like I'm not saying it solves everything, mm-hmm. but like is it then his responsibility to speak out? Yeah. Like, like you know, go to the police yeah. or you know, tell um, tell Mariah the yeah. girl. Yeah. Like, you know, what's his next step? You know, yeah. is it it's just that conversation? Then you good, or it's kind of like you know, you got to go further. Yeah. And so, what's interesting is at the very last scene in the movie when Jeremiah's, I'm sorry, when Tremont's walking home and he gets confronted face to face with Mariah. Yeah. And you see the look of anguish and sadness and depression on her face from the situation. Yeah, not only that, you know, she got raped, but just like, he kind of just like, let it happen. Exactly. Yeah. And that look is the look of apathy. Mm. It's a look of when you don't say something, this is what happens to people's lives. Yeah. When you, and not only that, but you're letting the person who committed that crime or did this wrong to persist and potentially do it to somebody else. Yeah, get away with it, basically. Exactly. And so that is why, even though Trayvon did confront Jeremiah, as you saw at the end, it still wasn't good enough because Mariah still did not get her justice. Yeah. Mariah still did not get um, healing because she is having this secret that she's now burying inside due to shame. And Jeremiah, I mean, Trayvon is the only one with the strength to really speak out, but he chooses not to. So to answer your question, yes, Trayvon's responsibility is to speak out even greater, even though it's your friend. That's the hardest thing. Yeah, I mean, because I I think it's it's really tough, and, I, and I'm not I'm, what I'm about to say is going not it's going to sound like kind of tough. Yeah. To hear, but it's like okay, Trayvon knew. He knows Jeremiah, and he also knew Mariah. Yeah. You know, because the first thing that top of my head is like, man, I know a lot of stuff that goes on. I mean, I pers- not per- me personally, but just on the news about all the stuff that's been going on with at, at these campuses. Yep. You know, um, something happened to the girl, you know, whatever team, basketball, football team, whatever, yeah. you know, all the guys know what's going on, but they probably won't say nothing because they don't know the girl personally. Exactly. You know, and it's kind of like they can just like sweep that under the rug yeah. and be just fine because, you know, they can go to their teammate, their boy, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, since it's kind of like like Trayvon is more of, of just, you know, more of being super passive because he knows the girl and the and the guy. Yep. And it's like, I'm not saying that it's easier. Yeah. Um, but not like it's, you're more likely not to say anything if you don't know the girl at all. Of course. Even though that's completely wrong yeah, yeah, and yeah, fucked yeah, up. Yeah. Like, completely. Yeah. No, I agree. And to, even to your point, you see through Trayvon's character how excuses can justify wrongdoing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's what that's what we do in 2018. Like when things are wrong, we always can find excuses 
that makes sense to why you don't do something. Exactly. Like, oh, I don't know that person. Yeah. You know, oh, that's none of my business. Yeah. Kind of, ah. Uh, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, we always do stuff like that. And you see that in Traymond's character. Like, and you and you get so mad at Traymond, but like, Traymond has a good excuse. That's his best, best friend. friend. His, mm-hmm. it sounds horrible because Mariah's life obviously is going to be ruined by what just happened to her. Yeah. But Jeremiah's like, man, Trey, I mean, Traymond's like, he's getting confused. Traymond is like, man, but Jeremiah's going to be done. Yeah. His life by, is over with. By my hands. Yeah. If I say something. Yeah. But we all know. He did something really messed up. Yeah. But yeah. in our minds, we justify because he's my friend. I don't yeah, want to get I, in You know, it's not him all the time. You know, exactly. he's actually a good guy and all this stuff. Like, you make excuses for yourself yeah. to not really have that tough conversation exactly. and take the next step in, into saying something. And I feel like a lot of people are caught up in that bond. Yes. And that's what I really want people to get from watching the film is that you have to use your voice to speak life and truth into people. That's what we do with our podcast. Yeah. And being passive and not saying things because we feel like it's just their life, you not saying something may eventually lead to them doing something that's hurtful to somebody else. But even greater, if you truly know someone's doing something that's hurtful, it's hurting that individual who, yeah. who's doing that action. Yeah. Even more than it's hurting the other person. Yeah. And so it's just so important, man, that we use our voice in 2018 to, to speak truth in life and not to succumb to apathy and indifference. Yeah, because I feel like I would sleep terribly if I was in Trayvon's position. If I didn't sleep. What would you do, honestly? What would I do? Ah, yeah. Man, since I, if I was Trayvon's character, Knowing that I know the girl for yeah. sure, like yeah. knowing, I ain't no hearsay, you know, or what I read online, some random stuff. I would definitely would have flamed that nigga up and okay. be like, "Nah, bro, like something that you got, nah, you got to do something. Like you got to yeah. do something. I can't just sit here and be like, nah, it's all good. Like, nah, bro. You know. And what if he didn't tell? Jesus Christ, that's the tricky one. That's the tricky one. Yeah, yeah that's the tricky one. Man, I would, I would, I would have to have an honest conversation with him and be like, "Would bro. you, if he chooses not to tell, would you tell?" <laughs> Don't put me in this. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> you got to. Yeah. Just for my sake, you yeah. got to. For yeah. my, my my own sake, yeah. like you got to. For if. Everybody I know, y'all better not put me in this position. Yeah, yeah, or we gonna square up. Like, yeah, do not yeah, put yeah. me in this position. Yeah. But uh, you got to. Yeah. You got to. Yeah. Cause like you gotta, you gotta put your, you got, you gotta start thinking about yourself and putting stuff like, man, what? If, that's somebody's daughter at the end of the day. Facts. You know, that's somebody, that's somebody's daughter. That like, bro, you can't just ignore that. You can't, you can't ignore that. You can't make excuses. You can't. You just can't. You just, you can't. You be, you're, you're passive. You're a coward. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. You just, yeah. You, God, you got to. Uh, <laughs> you yeah. got to. Yeah. Don't ask Steve man. Look, stop asking me uh, open-ended questions. Hey, no, shoot, I'm, I'm man. Yeah. Your turn. Go ahead, player. I, I feel like this is how you fell out yeah. on that stepdaddy yeah. episode. Okay, okay. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. No, man, in that situation, it's it's so difficult. It's unbelievably difficult, especially when it's somebody that you care so much about. But to your point, it's what do you have at the end of the day besides your integrity and your word? Exactly. And if your friend is putting your integrity in danger, 
and it's also making you an accomplice of the crime, that can really, really destroy you. And so that's why I just think it's so important to to speak up. And like I said, I know I would hope I would speak up in that situation. Yeah. But I know it'd be really difficult. But I hope I would. I, I hope I pray. I pray to God I would. And, I, and like you said, I hope no one puts me in that situation. Yeah, because I mean, I feel like that goes back to that uh, that episode where we were talking about. Um, I don't know if we talked about the episode, but just like kind of like God code thing. Uh, like, let's give another example. If you know your boy was uh was creeping behind his girl, and you know the girlfriend, what would you do? I got him stuck in the bind. You see that? <laughs> if my friend was cheating on his girlfriend, I'm not going to lie. Last time this happened, I did nothing. Okay. Yeah, last time it happened, I did nothing. Did you know the girl, though? Like, know her, know her? No, did I didn't you? I didn't know her, know her. Okay. But last time this happened, I, I, definitely, I definitely did nothing. And I honestly, I really regretted doing nothing. Mm. I really, because when it was over, the young lady... Send me an email complaining about it, and t- and man, she guys, when somebody attacks my character, it's probably one of the most hurtful things in the world. I agree. I, I, I'll second that. So the young lady sent me a message, and she just attacked my character, and she said, "I thought you were supposed to be a Christian guy, but you knew he was doing this to me all along. You said nothing." Ooh. And oh my gosh, that. Yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, if you want to hurt my feelings, my character, bro. gosh, that really hurt me. So that's why I just know, man. Speaking the truth is just so important, man. It's so important. Yeah, it's so important. Yeah, I, man. What about you? Well, what about me? Um, damn, damn. Yeah, I mean, I, I. Yeah, it's a, God, I don't like my friends. So they put me in this position. Yeah. I don't like them at all. Um, Who? Because I, I I feel like for me, the conversation of having that conversation between me and that and my friend talking about what he did. I'm not as afraid of that conversation. Of, of the rather than the girl, yeah, coming to me and telling me exactly what I did mm. and questioning everything, and just questioning my character, yeah, that is like because like words of affirmation is my love language, but it's also the way you can hurt you can hurt me easily, yeah, and you know if somebody has that bad of a perception by me, like I can easily go into slump. And be depressed for weeks mm, easily, yeah. you know. Uh, so I would much rather have that conversation, but like, hey, Negro, you tripping, yeah, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, rather than getting a a, a email of, <laughs> you know, of yeah. the lack of character that I have, yeah. like that that would hurt me so so much more. Um, and know what's interesting, even to that point. So many people, this is really, really cool. I think this conversation is taking a, a fun little interesting turn. But in 2018, so many people choose to follow the course of this world, you know, 
follow what everybody else is doing yeah. because it's safe. Yeah. Even when it's wrong. Yeah. And they say nothing. Yeah. And they do nothing. Yeah. And we all are so cool with that, man. Yeah. And we're so cool with that. And so many times we know when to speak out and to say that something is wrong, but out of fear of the consequences, we just simply fall back into the herd, say nothing, and allow whatever wrong to continue to happen. Yeah. And I also think people's uh, perceptions are jacked up as well uh, when it comes to not only uh, criticism, um, when you rebuke somebody, you yeah. call somebody out, um, just because, like like you said, it's that that judging, you know, who are you? Yeah. Like, only God can judge me. Like, this Ooh. is my life kind of thing. And I think um, I think people don't like telling other people, you know, the truth mm-hmm. and what they should do um, just because of that whole area and old movie and now of you can't judge nobody, you can't tell nobody what to do. So here's something that's a bit controversial that may get us in a bit of trouble. If you, if you don't listen to this in full context. So please, 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 guys, listen to this in full context and don't take anything out of context. I think this apathy stems from our lack of fathers. And let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. Most people's understanding of love comes from a very motherly perspective. Mm. Like you like we said, nurturing, caring, being concerned. Yeah. Very affectionate, always forgiving, which is great. Yes. But I think a more fatherly understanding of love better conveys love as a general rule for us humans. Because a father's love is not an enabling love, right? So a father's love is you're doing something wrong, dad is not going to be happy. And mothers can do that too. Mothers can do that too. We don't want to throw that out there. Yeah, yeah. but dad's not going to be happy. Yeah. Dad will kick you out the house. (laughs) Like, here, wait till your father get home. It's the worst thing that you can do as a young man. So it's, it's a love in which I care about you, but I care about you so much, I will not let you persist in wrongdoing. Yeah. And this obviously I'm generalizing men and women, but mom cares about you, but mom cares about you so much that she will brush certain things to the side mm-hmm. because she cares so much, right? Yeah. So it's like this running joke that like if you're like doing drugs or you're selling drugs or doing something bad, your mom will well, she'll justify, she'll rationalize, like it's my baby. Like she would understand it, whereas dad, no, wrong is wrong, right is right, black is black and white is white. Yeah. You know, like it's just clear. Yeah. And so I think that understanding of love is lost mm. in 2018 because most people don't have dads and don't understand that as the fatherly side of love. We keep on thinking that if you love me, you let me do whatever I want. Got you. You know, like, oh, you, if you love me, you let me do whatever I want, say whatever I want, be whoever I want, and you will never speak into my life and say anything about what I'm doing. You know? Yeah. But that's wrong. Yeah. That's wrong. If you truly love somebody, you don't let them persist in wrongdoing. If you truly love somebody and you see they're about to drive their car off of a ditch, you will not remain quiet. You will speak up and use your voice. That's what true love is. But we're so confused 
and we've wrapped our mind around this idea of let people live and do whatever they want that we've created a culture of apathy which yeah. is not love at all. Yeah, and I, and I think it's a couple reasons for that. I think one, people come at uh come at others wrong. Like, they come up in a non-loving way, you know, very aggressive way. Like, you need to be doing this besides, you know, the right way and the caring way of coming at somebody when you're trying to uh, um, correct them or trying to show them, like, show what they're doing wrong. So I think people, the way people come at people can be can be a reason why people want to be like, man, nah, fam, like, don't worry about me. Let me live my life because they come in an unloving way. Also, I think um, it's a view of how people... Also, I think the view of, of how people view God as well is another way why people um, kind of like got this whole idea where, you know, it's my life. I do what I want, you know, because God will forgive me or, um, you know, you know, Jesus died for this, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think a lot of people are taking that that whole that whole route is, you know, I have grace. I have mercy. Therefore, you know, I can go down this road, you know, sleep with this girl and make this mistake because, you know, I can. I can ask for forgiveness later, mm-hmm. um, kind of thing. I think, and then on, on, uh, another reason along with the uh, the whole the other two I just said, but we kind of already talked about it. People don't like confronting people uh, about what they're doing wrong because it's safe, it's comfortable, and it's just easy to do, um, and it's a way to avoid confrontation. Um, so I think those kind of like the three things that popped up in my head of why people don't want to really, why people are just allowing people to make mistakes. Yeah. And those are three really great reasons. Yeah. But as we see in the film, like those reasons, like don't stand. Yeah. The more disastrous the decision they make. You yeah. know? And so like to your point, like like the fear of confronting somebody. Yeah. It's cool until somebody does something to hurt somebody else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so we just see that these small things that we're so cool with, like, it becomes a habit. Gotcha. And I, and I can see with Tremont's character, I guarantee you his whole life, he was always passive. Passive. Yeah. Passive. Not yeah. wanting to confront somebody. Not wanting to speak out. Not wanting to be perceived as judgmental. Not wanting to step on anyone's toes. And it's just these small steps. Want to be liked. Want to be liked. Want to be accepted. Want to be accepted. All these things. Yeah. And then you saw that flesh out when... The worst thing happened to his close friend. Yeah. It still remained the same. Yeah. And that's why I really, I mean, I just think, man, just really having that understanding of love is so important because it's really unloving yeah. to see somebody headed down a path and to say nothing. So I think I think we definitely got the 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 whole idea of, you know, of showing that love. Mm-hmm. But like, how do we go about it? Because mm-hmm. like I said, I think a lot of people um, recognize some things that you know people are doing, or even in their own lives. Um, but how can you know what is the the right approach to said situation so we can see you know change for the better, rather than you know you come like rather than creating a conference, you know uh, a confrontation, a yeah. conflict, and you know nothing's coming out of coming out of that conversation. Yeah, I think the most important thing in these situations is you you must come as non-aggressive as possible. Cause mm-hmm. I think what people have done is they throw the baby out with the bathwater. People have confronted somebody in an aggressive, terrible 
with an aggressive, terrible delivery, yeah. and he taking away the message and the delivery altogether. Yeah, no, the message because remains, you came at me crazy. I'm not listening to you no more. Exactly. So yeah. what we need to do is that we need to understand that instead of saying people gave bad deliveries, therefore I'm not going to give this message. No, just change your delivery and still give that message because the message yeah. of good delivery is off. So you have to give a very, like a humble and really as graceful delivery as possible yeah. to not put that person in a situation where they feel like you're better than them. But sadly, in 2018, people feel that regardless, man. Yeah, like, no matter be, how you, what you yeah, do. Yeah, and you have to be cool with them feeling that way as long as in your heart you know that you tried your absolute best to be as kind and loving to them. But people feel that regardless, bro. So you, So with that statement, do you think it's something said about like that person, like if I if I come up to you, mm-hmm. and be like, hey, Hafiz, mm-hmm. right? All the stuff that I'm doing in my life, and you know, some things you agree with, things you don't agree with, the things you don't agree with, uh, I want you to call me out on it. Mm-hmm. You know, that says something about my character, of course. Versus somebody, you know, somebody not saying that. Mm-hmm. So. I'm asking you is if it's something wrong with the person that does not want to be called out for their wrongdoings or the things that they're not seeing or the things that uh they it can get better at things like that. Man, there's this verse in Ecclesiastes that says, Better is a poor and wise youth than an old and foolish king who no longer knew how to take advice. <laughs> I and, got you. And to, that and makes sense. I yeah, and to your point, yes. Like when when you lack the ability to receive criticism, mm. it shuts the door from everybody giving it to you. I think yeah, it shuts the door for a lot of things. Growth, exactly. Yeah, and that's a attack on your character, and that's why like with me, like I'm not perfect at it, and I'll never claim to be, but I try really really hard to create a environment where I can accept criticism from people and people can feel free to give it to me. Yeah. Because I know I make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. I know I do things wrong. And if nobody checks me, it's gonna persist and get worse. Yeah, but you see like like you say, you you recognize that yeah. you make a lot of mistakes and you yeah. recognize um that you don't have everything perfect. But some people in this world walk around in their world, they're doing everything exactly right. Yeah. Like so how can you penetrate a person like that um, with, you know, that message like, hey, fam, you don't have everything right. Yeah, as graceful as you can, you got to talk to them. If they don't listen, man, you got to find a way to bring somebody else into the equation. So, mm-hmm. like, for example, like, to you you asked a great question. You said, what should Traymon do? He confronts Jeremiah. Yeah. Because in Jeremiah's world, he ain't do nothing wrong. Exactly. Clearly. He did nothing wrong. Yeah. And so, you confronts Jeremiah. Jeremiah's like, it is what it is. Don't say nothing. So then you bring somebody else, and that somebody else is like the police, or you know, somebody, yeah, yeah, somebody, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you got it. You have to bring somebody else to the equation mm. if you truly care, you know. And that's why it's so important that you just don't let certain things persist. Find got someone you. that this individual respects, oh, okay. can hear, yeah, will value their opinion, and let this person speak into their lives. That's what I would say. Because I think that's what it really comes down to. I think. Um, cause like, I know for us, like when we recognize that, you know, we're not good and we're, our character is not what we thought we're not, we're, we thought we was on this pedestal, but obviously we're not. It's like, okay, now like, you know, I'm seeking areas, all areas from anybody to tell me, Hey, you know, Chris is where you can improve it. You know, Hafiz is where we can improve it because, you know, we see that we need it, need it. And we also see that in the future, we want to be good 
husbands, good fathers, you know, good businessmen, et cetera, et cetera. So it's kind of like we're inviting that criticism because mm-hmm. we know it's ultimately uh, where we want to be in the future. But not everybody thinks like that. Yeah. So it's kind of like that's where that's where to me is like it's kind of like where we have to figure out how we can create a world or create a solution that we can figure out um, how we can tell these people that hey, you don't have it all figured out. Yeah. Like you, you, you take your yourself off this pedestal because, um, because a lot of people have this whole their own world, their own ideology, their whole their own religion. You know, you know, smoking weed is terrible, but you know, popping pills is just fine. Like yeah, they yeah. create this whole their yeah, own yeah, reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like you know, you have to penetrate that reality and. And tell them like, hey, whoa, hey, yeah, hey. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's why I figure like that's got to be you know the next step for uh, for Tremaine, like you said, is figuring out a way to penetrate. Like, hey, Jeremiah, bro, like you did something wrong. Yeah, like you know. So that's real. Hmm. That's real, man. Nah. So I think I think that's a good a good um, good capping of yeah. the of this story. Caffeine. <laughs> Ready for the gems? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? I'm ready, I think. All right. You want to go first? No, I don't want to go first. Okay. You ready? Sure. Do you have... Yeah? Yeah. Sensational. My gem of the week is follow your passions. Mm. And do. Just go and do it. Mm. Like me, Chris... Hey, Emmanuel, all of the friends were like, yo, we want to do a film. So we just went and we just did it. Like, do it. Follow your passion. What do you want to do? Don't stop making excuses. Stop saying, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it next week or when I get money or when I get this. No, find your passion, follow your passion and do it. Mm. Do it. Mm. That's my challenge to you guys. Don't sit on the bench. Just go, get up and do. Wow. That's really good. I think that I think uh, I think a lot of people need to take leaps of faith and uh, and do that. My gym of the week, <clears throat> whoo, off the top of the dome. Not gonna lie to you. <laughs> um, I think it's something where it's kind of like I ain't gonna lie to you. It was low key something similar. Um, just as far as like doing something that makes you happy. Uh, but I don't want to repeat it. Um, I also think that just kind of lines what we have today. Like I feel like people have to take a look in the mirror including myself, and realize that, you know, we all have things that we can improve in um, as far as, you know, building our character in this world. So my gem is is really uh, have a conversation with somebody, somebody you trust, and find somebody like uh, like Hafiz is to me and some other people in my world. Like, hey, you know, I want, I've been, I'm listening to this podcast, and, you know, and, you know, and I feel like I need to find somebody that's going to be 100% honest with me uh, in developing my character. So I, my thing is to find, you know, a brother, sister, you know, a friend, family member, whatever, and have that conversation and really tell them like, hey, like if I do anything wrong, like call me out on these things and really uh, continue to, and just ask what can I get better at, what I'm doing good at, uh, what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses, um, so we can continue to bring this world into a better place. So that's my gem of the week. Have a conversation, find a partner, accountability partner, whatever you want to call it, and do it. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. 
So, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, this is your boy, Hafiz. Chris, the the show. Shout out to Thanos. Thanos. <laughs> Thanos. And we are the roommates, guys. Continue to share, 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 share the podcast, guys. Send us a message. Don't comment. be silent. <laughs> Don't be silent. Don't sit on the bitch. <laughs> and guys, continue, continuous. Lee. Yes. Love one another. Support one another. Yes. Be kind. Speak the truth. And thank you guys so much. Yeah, for shout all out that to all the done. people that came and listened to yes, our podcast, uh, especially after uh, Stefan, where he, uh, you know, kind of promoted us. We really appreciate him. Thank, thankful for appreciate him you, as well. Um, all the people that listened gave it a shout out and came back. Really hope y'all enjoyed this episode. This is what we do weekly. Yes. Dag Nabbit. So we'll see you guys on Thursday on Twitch if you want to rock with us and talk a little yeah, bit yeah, more. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're the roommates and we're out. <laughs>